Let us pray. Lord, as your scriptures are read and your word is proclaimed this morning, we pray that you would open our eyes to see you more clearly. Open our ears to hear that word that you have for us. Open our hearts that we would be challenged and convicted and that we would know you better. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So I invite you to leave your Bible out today. We're going to be jumping between um, John and Genesis. So um, if you want to follow along, feel free to do that. Our reading today is from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. Let us hear now the word of the Lord. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out, saying, This is the one I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Out of his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So have you ever had an aha moment? It's that moment when you have a realization or a revelation about something. I'm sure that you all had a few aha moments over the Christmas season when you had no idea what gift to get for someone, and then you came upon, upon that perfect gift, aha. It could be that you've been praying about a particular issue, and then during a conversation with a friend, the solution became perfectly clear, aha. We all have those aha moments, those moments of revelation. These are called an epiphany. Now, on our church calendar, today we celebrate Epiphany Sunday. Epiphany is actually tomorrow. It's always the 12th day after Christmas. Epiphany is an official Christian feast day. And in some parts of the world, Epiphany is celebrated more than Christmas. 
They focus on the coming of the three kings or the three wise men rather than focusing on Santa Claus. In some cultures, on the eve of Epiphany, kids put straw or hay in their shoes and they leave them outside the doors so that when the kings come by, they fill their shoes with gifts and their camels and horses can eat the hay. So instead of receiving gifts from Santa Claus, they receive gifts from the three kings. The reason Epiphany is celebrated is because it represents the day that Christ was first revealed to the Gentiles. And this is important in the history of Christianity because up till now, it was only the Jewish people who believed in God. But God is now saying that Jesus is for everyone, Jew and Gentile alike. Everyone is welcome to meet the Christ child. Everyone is welcome to worship the King of Kings. For us, Christmas is the revelation of God in the baby Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. Unfortunately, Christmas has become a rather secular holiday, hasn't it? Just because people celebrate Christmas does not mean that they believe in Jesus. I heard a radio station over the holiday that did a spoof on how we overreacted to Christ being a part of Christmas and not wanting to offend anyone. So they combined the holidays of Ramadan, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and Christmas, and to the tune of Have a Holly Jolly Christmas, they wished everyone a happy Ramahana Kwanzmas. But for us, Christmas is all about Jesus. When we think about coming to about God coming to us in Jesus, we tend to, the, to turn to the gospel of Luke, and we read about Mary's journey as she receives the news about becoming pregnant by the Holy Spirit and giving birth to the Son of God, and to hear the story of the shepherds. Or we turn to the gospel of Matthew, and we read about the angel appearing to Joseph and the journey of the wise men. But when we think about Emmanuel, God with us, we don't often turn to the Gospel of John, which is our reading this morning. But it is just as much about the coming of Jesus as the other Gospels. So we're going to break this down this morning. John starts with the three very familiar words. He says, in the beginning. Now we've all heard those words. Genesis. The very first words of scripture are in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So let's take a look at the first chapter of Genesis. How did God create the heavens and the earth? How did God create? In verse 3, creation begins. Do you have that back there, Austin? In verse 3 it says, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. In verse 6, and God said, let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water. And it was so. In verse 9, and God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place and let dry ground appear. And it was so. In verse 11, and God said, let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it according to their various kinds. And it was so. Verse 14, And God said, Let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night. And it goes on and says, And it was so. Verse 20, And God said, 
Let the water teem with living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the vault of the sky. And it was so. Verse 24, and God said, let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock, the creatures that move along the ground, and the wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. And verse 26, then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness. So God created mankind in his own image, and it was so. Everything that, was, that came into being, everything that was created, was created because God spoke it into being. God said, and it was so. Everything came into being through the word of God. Now, just a note about the word, word. It is the Greek word logos, and it was used by many different belief systems in that day. One commentator said that logos was used by the Stoics as a term for the rational principle of the universe. It was said that in early Greek thought and in early Judaism, logos was a way of speaking about the creative plan of God that governs the world. So that word logos would have been significant to the hearers in John's day. John was saying that Jesus is the Logos. Jesus is the Word, and the Word is God, and the Word has been in existence since the beginning. I read something this week that said, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. After that, everything else was made in China. <laughs> now, while that may seem to be so, John assures us that it is not true. John assures us that everything that has ever been made, everything that is made, everything that will be made, is made by Jesus. So let's look again at the first three verses of John 1. This is the story of Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. So if we understand that word, that logos, is Jesus, then it would read like this. In the beginning was Jesus, and Jesus was with God, and Jesus was God. Jesus was with God in the beginning. Through Jesus, all things were made. Without Jesus, nothing was made that has been made. Now that makes a little more sense to us, doesn't it? This is John's version of the Christmas story. So look at verse 9. It says, The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. That is Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus is the word made flesh and dwelling among us. That is the good news of the gospel in a nutshell. We should be super excited about that. God loves us so much that he could not leave us alone. God loves us so much that he came to earth to live where we live and to experience what we experience. He experienced birth and baptism. He experienced love and joy and hate and persecution and suffering. And ultimately, he experienced death. 
God in and through Jesus Christ did all of that to draw us to himself because he loves us so much. Again, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Jesus came for everyone. But here is the problem. If you look at verse 10, it says, He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. That is heart-wrenching, isn't it? Jesus came into the world where everything was his idea. He made it all, yet people didn't recognize him. He was rejected by the very people that he created. Now, we know that the world rejects Jesus. The world even tries to tell us what we should and shouldn't believe. But I can't think about, help but think about how we, those of us on the inside, also reject Jesus. We reject him in big ways and in little ways. We reject him when we speak unkind words to or about another person. We reject him when we make assumptions and judgments about people instead of getting to know them. We reject him every time we treat another person with contempt. We reject Jesus when we go about making decisions without ever asking God his plan for us. We reject him when we walk out those doors on Sunday morning and we go out and we do our own thing for another week and never even think about Jesus until we come back next week. If we live in those ways, it's no wonder that we don't experience God during our week. He was in the world, but the world did not recognize him. Jesus is in the world. Do you know him well enough to recognize him. Let's look at verse 12. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Those who have faith in Jesus receive the status of children of God. Being a child of God has nothing to do with kinship or human choice or physical birth. God becomes the parent in response to those who believe. Belief in Jesus Christ serves as the catalyst for a new birth for each one of us. How exciting is that? As I was studying this passage this week, I came across uh, Rembrandt's painting of the Holy Family. We uh, zoomed in on Mary here, but this is the painting here. Rembrandt depicts this scene using contemporary characters, contemporary to his time in the 17th century. It's believed that the book that she was reading is the Holy Scriptures. So Mary pauses from studying the Bible to study the child. She, she oscillates between the word in the scriptures and the word that is Jesus, the word made flesh. So just like Mary, we come to have a better understanding of who Jesus is as we go back and forth between the book and the child, between the word through words and the word made flesh. So I challenge you as you begin this new year to commit to developing a richer, fuller faith by spending time in the word 
and with the word made flesh, the Christ who is with us in our worship, in our sacraments, which we get to celebrate today, and in our daily lives. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, the word made flesh, who dwells among us, with us, and in us. May this be the day, may this be the year that our eyes are opened and our hearts are changed, that we would choose every day to follow you. May we have a better, fuller understanding of what it means to be called a child of God. We pray in the name of Jesus, the word made flesh. Amen.